Okay, good morning, everybody. Special welcome to Courtney, visiting from the Holy Land. Pleasure to have you with us this morning. The topic we're discussing is love. Is it a verb or a noun? Basically, we're analyzing the mitzvah of We'll do a two-minute recap of last week. We pointed out that Gemara and Shabbos has a very strange way of describing this mitzvah, where famously the Gemara says, That which you don't like, don't do to your fellow. And the Mashal points out that really we could derive from this Gemara that the mitzvah of is somewhat limited in its scope. The Torah is just telling us, whatever you don't like, whatever would make you feel uncomfortable or hurt, don't say or do to somebody else. Yet we saw the Rambam, the Rambam in the beginning of the 14th parak of Avelos, he seems to say the exact opposite. He says, Anything that you would like to be done for you, you should do that to your fellow. And that sounds more like the classic golden rule. We also noted that the Rambam himself is difficult to understand because he starts off by saying all of these examples of Bikr Cholim and Nichum Avelim, Hotzas they're all mitzvahs that say shel divrehem, right? They're mitzvahs, they're abanan. But at the end of the piece, he says, Afalpi shekol mitzvahs elim divrehem harehein bechlal kamocha. They're still included in the mitzvah. It sounds like the mitzvah deraisa of vehaftalarecha kamocha. So the Rambam needs explanation. We mentioned that. We don't find Avas Reim as one of the six constant mitzvos, which is somewhat surprising. We have Avas Hashem as one of those constant mitzvos. Why is Avas Reim not one of them? So we mentioned the Nitziv. The Nitziv, last week's Parsha, told us there's a difference between having Ava prefaced with a Lamid and Ava prefaced with an S. When we have... There the connotation is, you're fulfilling somebody's ratzon. It's a milui ratzon. Not necessarily an ava believe, but I'm doing something that you enjoy. In contrast to the mitzvah of avas Hashem, where it's not, you should love le Hashem, but it's S. So there, says the Nitziv, that's a real ava b'machshava u'belev. So if you take this to its extreme, that would mean potentially that we have the mitzvah z'avas Hashem is pshuto kamashmo, the way we feel, the, the drive we have to connect with the infinite Boreola, that's avas Hashem. And ve'yahavta l'reyecha kamocha is limited, the Torah is telling us, try to, either in the Rambam's formulation, fulfill the ratzon of your fellow, or according to the Marsha, just don't do something or say something that you would not appreciate. And that would explain why Avas Reim is not one of the constant mitzvos. Because it's not really the machshav v'belev, 
it's, uh, it's benogaya, it's relevant to action or lack of action. However, it's not so simple, because we did see different mashmos, the Sefer Chinuch and the Pelayoites, where they seem to say, the Pelayoites told us, Iker mitzvah sa'ava hi So to separate ve'ahavta l'arech kemocha, and say it's only about the action or the behavior or what we're saying, but it has nothing to do with the heart, that's not what the Pelayowitz is telling us. Iker mitzvah sa'ava, referring to avas reyem, he believe. Okay, that's kind of where we left off. So we have a lot of confusion. There's a famous Ramban, which we alluded to last week. This is uh, number 14 here. The Ramban, it sounds like he starts off assuming that the mitzvah of Vehaf Tarech is similar to the mitzvah Avas Hashem, where it's all about the way I feel towards you and about you. But then he's bothered by a question. He says, It's not reasonable to demand me to love you as I love myself. And furthermore, Rabbi Akiva taught us that your life comes first. So clearly, I'm not loving you the same way as I love myself. So it sounds like he's bothered by two points. The first is, it's not possible. right? It's a wonderful thing to speak about. Loving someone, like the Ramchal said, kamocha mamish. But is that realistic? And the second question is, it seems to be against the halacha. The halacha tells us that if you have to choose between your life and someone else's life, your life comes first. These are the two points of the Ramban. So therefore, it sounds like he redefines the mitzvah. He says, mitzvah It doesn't mean my feelings towards you should be the exact way I feel towards myself. But rather, in everything that I want for me, I want for you. He says, because sometimes you might feel some level of kinna. I might be jealous of the fact that you already have more than I do. Or I feel that you have something that I'm deserving of, perhaps more deserving than you are. And therefore, it's very hard for me to want your good the same way I want my own good. But says the Ramban, that's what the Torah is teaching us. That's the mitzvah of Avas Reim. The mitzvah is calling upon us not to allow that lowly feeling of kinna to impact how I feel or what I want for you. But just as I would want something to work out for me, if it's a business deal, if it's a relationship, if it's a, if it's a kibud, so then I should want that same thing for you, even though naturally I would feel some level of competition or jealousy. That's how the Ramban explains the mitzvah of Avas Reim. So again, it does not sound like the Pashib Shat, just a feeling, a drive, a taiva of, of a connection for you or with you. But it's more in regarding the, the realm of 
what I'm doing, what I'm not doing, what I'm wanting for you, don't allow the kinna to get in the way to make sure you continue wanting the best for your friend. But again, it's not the classic definition of ava. Yes? So, ava is a very selfish midah of a person. Maybe it's the wrong, maybe we're understanding it the wrong way. Ava is a selfish midah, how so? People, people love things for them, it feels, they, they feel good. There's, there's something for them. Somebody doesn't love something, there's, not, there's a self-interest in there. Well, I mean, the, 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 the truth is, the, the truth is, there, there are different types of love, right? When you really want something, but the reason I want it is because it's going to make me feel comfortable or happy or good about myself. So that's obviously somewhat selfish. Um, and that's the famous marshal, uh, the famous story that's told about 14 different gedolim, right? <laughs> Where he said, you don't love fish, you love yourself. And you love the way you feel when you eat the salmon. Right? So that's obviously a lower level ava. The ava we speak about in regards to ava Hashem. Now, we haven't really explored that mitzvah yet, but the basic definition according to the Rambam of ava Hashem is when I appreciate your quality. So in regards to Kaddish Baruch Hu, when, when I see the grandeur of the universe and I see the, the infinite Chachma, that itself pulls me towards you. Not, not selfishly, not because I'm going to be gaining something from it, but it sounds like the very nature of the neshama is I'm drawn towards something that I'm machshiv. And that's true as well in relationships. And ava ben ish ishto, or between chaverim, is if I appreciate your qualities, I respect you as a human being, I know you, so then I could love you. Not because I want something from you, but it's the teva, it's the nature of a human being to, to want to come close to something that's beautiful. That's why kiyadativ, right? The, the Lushan of Chiba we find in the Torah, or v'odam yoda es chava ishto, right? Yediya is always in a sense of intimacy because love comes through yediya, through a recognition, a hakara of the qualities of that person. See, well, when somebody does a mitzvah, they... It's a very deep understanding of doing it for the Rabbanshalom, but how much is it okay? I want schusim, I want the mitzvahs. Is that, is that a loving type of... So that's a great question. I think that might take us a little bit off track, though, of defining Avas Reim. So maybe we'll save that one, Mitzvah Hashem. I want to share with you the Arach Misharim. Arach Misharim is a Shulchan Arach Lamidos, very Chashiv uh, Sefer. Rabbi Luban Shlita, the Shiv of North Miami Beach, he introduced to the Sefer to me about 20 years ago. So he has a piece here in Avas Reim, where he takes a very radical approach. According to some of the Marmakomas we've seen, it might not be that radical. He says that, um, let's jump towards the, a little bit above the middle here, double underlined. The mitzvah sa'ava, he says, The mitzvah of Ava, or the prohibition against sinna, it's not just on feelings, but it's also regarding actions. Oh, or perhaps more extreme, Maybe it's only referring to actions. Maybe love is only a verb. Now, is that true regarding the Isra of sinna? 
that the prohibition against hating your fellow Jew is only when you do or say something against them? It's the exact opposite, right? How do we know that? Don't hate in your heart. So says the Aruch Misharim, I have a wonderful diuk. The only reason we know that sinna is all about what's going on inside and has nothing to do with what you're saying or how you're behaving towards someone is the fact that the Pasuk says, Bilvavecha. Does it say, Ve'ahavta l'reyacha, Bilvavecha kemocha? doesn't say that. So he wants to suggest that the starting point is Ava and Sina, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mitzava regarding actions and behavior. When the Torah's Megala, when the Torah tells us regarding Sina that it's only Bilvavecha, it's all about the feelings inside, that's a Chiddush. But we don't have that Chiddush regarding Ava, and therefore, it says the Aruch Misharim, it could very well be that the Mitzvah of Ava is only regarding the Pu'ula, only the action and the behavior, nothing about the feelings. What's that? Well, the Chol of Avcha is regarding the Ava of Hashem. Ava Hashem is a whole different quality, a whole different categorization. True, but, but that's regarding the mitzvah of Avas Hashem, which we're suggesting, based on the Nitziv, is, is a whole different tzivuy, it's a whole different mitzvah. But he's saying something very radical, that the mitzvah of loving your fellow Jew is all about the pu'ula. In the formulation of the Rambam, doing and saying things, according to the Marsha, it's not doing and saying things that would hurt him, but it's all about behavior and interaction, which is a chiddish gadol, which we're going to... To debate. Yes, Elisa. Uh, did we uh, establish that, uh, that these two things are opposite, Sina and Anva are opposite, polar opposites, and that they're intertwined, that we don't have two separate polars, uh, one to not hate, one to love? Like that, it seems like this, from the beginning, we've been mixing these things up with that. Like, we haven't even defined it, but we're. So it's a good point. The, the, the context of the mitzvah of Ve'ahav Telerech Kemocha, we said in the same Pasuk, is coming right after, Lo Sikum Sitor. That's a prohibition against bearing a grudge. And the truth is, we're going to find in the Moni HaMitzvos, and how we delineate the mitzvos, that holding on to resentment might actually be a different Isser than having sinna, than having hatred. But what's clear, and we're going to get more to this in Mirta Shem when we discuss the mitzvah of sinna, is that sinna is limited to how you feel. And to the contrary, once you express the fact that I really don't like you, or you're really annoying me when you do X, Y, and Z, or even if I say something to hurt your feelings, I'm no longer in violation of the Isser of sinna. I might be in violation of Onastavarim, of many other prohibitions, but sinna is only when I'm hiding it from you. Ava, he's suggesting, might be only in the realm of action and behavior. And that's why he concludes, it's not a contradiction to hate someone and fulfill the mitzvah of ve'ahavta l'reyecha kamocha, Because hatred's in the heart and avas reim is in the actions. Wow. Okay. I'd like to share with you, though, a Targum Yonasen Benuzio which I think uh, is clearly, clearly against the Chiddush of the Aruch Mishar. 
We mentioned this last week, the Pasuk and Parshas Mishpatim. Kisira Chamara Sonacha Rovets Tachas Maso, Vechadalta Maazov Lo, Azov Taazov Imo. You see the donkey of your enemy lying under its burden. Perhaps you would refrain from helping the owner because you hate him. The Torah is telling us, don't do that. Help him out. Azov Taazov Imo. So the way the Targum Yonas and Benaziel understands this Pasuk is as follows. This is number 16. And again, right, the, the case here is not someone you just don't like because he's wearing a different kind of yarmulke, but it's referring to someone where halachically I'm allowed to feel some level of sinna because I observed you doing an iser. Says the Targum Yonas and in Lev, you see the donkey of someone you hate. Because of something in Isra you saw him do and you were the only aid witnessing that. But the donkey is suffering. You might hold yourself back, you might refrain from helping the guy out because you have a sinner. What's the Torah commanding us? Mishbok tishbok bahahi shata. Yasona de Belibach Aloy, relinquish that sinner, Bahahi Shata, in that moment, Vetifrok Vetiton Ime, in order to help the guy out and do a chesed for him. Mishbok Tishbok Bahi Shaita, he's learning the Pasig where the Torah's Mitzava, get rid of that sinner. Am I allowed to have that sinner? I'm allowed to have it. So why would the Torah tell me, stop feeling a, 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 a permissible sinner towards this person? According to the Aruch Misharim, it's not a contradiction. Continue hating him, right? He's an evil guy, and do the mitzvah. Be makayim the mitzvah of Avas Reim. Be makayim the mitzvah of Chesed. L'chore, we see from here that the mitzvah of Chesed, this is one of the examples of Chesed, is not just in the pula, But yes, it would be a steer, it would be a contradiction to do a maisa tov for somebody and feel sinner towards that person at the same time, even if that sin is a permissible sinner. Because it takes away its migareya from the chesed. The chesed is not just the pu'ula. The is not just in the action or the behavior or in the words that I'm sharing with you but it's also in the feeling that I have towards you. Now, you could still argue that it's not just in the lave, right? Maybe the mitzvah is defined very much on our interaction, the behavior. That's why it's not one of the six constant mitzvahs. But to say that I could do a mitzvah of chesed and also have a sin at the same time, that's a contradiction. The mitzvah of chesed is as I'm doing something that you're enjoying, or that, that, that I'm, I'm helping you with, I have to have no sinna towards you. I have to feel chemla. That's the, the language of the Rambam. I have to feel the compassion. I have to feel a desire to help you. I thought that was for the donkey. What's that? I thought that whole chesed thing was that Sarah Baleh Chaim, you're being kind of the donkey. So according... Also to like, they stuck it to someone who you hate. So the way that Peter learns this Pasuk... <laughs> no, so it's true, we do care about the animal as well, and this is the whole discussion of Tsar Baalechaim de Raisa. But the way that the Targum Yonis and Benazil is saying Pshat 
in those words of the Pasuk is as you're doing a chesed, which is helpful both to the owner and to the animal, nonetheless, you cannot have sinna to the owner. So While doing him a chesed, chesed doing exactly, exactly, makes no difference to particular chesed. We could derive from here, chesed is defined not only by the pu'ula, by the behavior, but also by my hargasha as I'm doing the chesed for you. Yes. Like if the donkey's out of the picture, he, he has a flat tire. We have to stop and help him anyway. Yes. Halacha that even if there's someone who's halachically permissible to have a sinna for, it does not take away from the mitzvah of a And we find this even in regards to the most extreme case. When someone is chayiv misa, one of the dalad misos of Beisdin. So obviously they're classified as a rasha if they did something to be chayiv misa. Nonetheless, the Gemara in many places says, based on the Pasuk of Ve'ahavta Larech Kamocha, we want to choose the, the best form of Misa for him. But he's a Russia. Why would the Mitzvah Avas Reim apply to a Russia? The answer is, even though you're a Russia, I still don't have any ability or allowance to disrespect you or to do something that, that, that you're not deserving of. I might have to kill you if that's the Psak of Bastin, but before I kill you, I still have to treat you like a mensch. Right, so the Orach Misharim is 100% correct. It's not a stira, but to say that I could do chesed well-feeling sinna, that is a stira, that is a contradiction. Question, doctor. Yeah, um, One thing also on Russia that you just mentioned, um, we also have the obligation to not leave the nip there overnight. We have to give that. Right, right, after you kill someone, not to leave them overnight. Right, so um, what I was thinking, this might have a related idea, which is that, you know, we probably... Um, a lot of us would like to think that we have poker faces in terms of being able to separate our actions from our feelings, but really, you know, when if you're doing a chesed for someone or any kind of interaction, they are probably going to pick up on things in the interaction based on how you really feel about them. A hundred percent, and you're actually paraphrasing Tosfos. Tosfos in Psachim over there, Kuf Yud Gimel. He says that if I have a sinna for you while I'm doing a chesed with you even if that sin is permissible, you're going to pick up on the fact that I have a sinner, and then you're going to hate me because I hate you. But then once you hate me, I'm now going to have a different kind of hate for you, a hatred which is not at all permissible. So people definitely pick up on these subtleties. One other beautiful yesod we see from this is the level of control, at least it's possible to have, over our midos over our, our feelings, right? What the Torah is demanding from us here is something that seems almost supernatural. It's saying, you hate this person, and you're allowed to. But Bahahi Shaita, just, you know, in, in these five minutes, as you're helping the guy with his animal, remove the hatred, love him, right? Not just as a verb, but also feel the compassion towards him. And then as soon as you're done, go back to hating him. How in the world do you expect me to manage my emotions like that? But it's clear if we have a tzivoy to do so, that means we have the capacity to do so. So it's also a chiddish in our ability to manage and be a baal midos tovos. Baal midos tovos doesn't mean a nice guy. It means someone who's, who's in control of his midos, who has a mastery over his midos, who can take out the right midah, the right measure at the right time. 
Question, Eliza. Yeah, um, is this, this uh, Torah sanction synod really directed at the person or their actions? That is a wonderful question. Maybe we'll save that for our synod discussion. Pashib Shad is referring to the actions. What that actually means, though, is very difficult to say. I don't hate you. I love you and respect you as a human being. I just hate your actions. You can say it, but, but is that really possible? What does that mean? How does that play out? So, Mr. Shem, we're going to explore that. Is this putting the in black and part of the blind? If, uh, if um, there's a saying there, um, if uh, there's a sinner to somebody, or assuming the other is the sinner the other way, so you're going to try to do a midas tovos to help him, and you're going to cause him to have more sinner towards you. You're going to cause him to have more sinner towards you if you don't remove your sinner, you mean? No, if you, if you say, I'm going to separate him, I'm going to help him out now. Right. But your sinner there, you're aggravating something that's going to, he needs help, but he, it is, you know, he might not, some of the, the hatred goes so deep, people will die for it. Not to be able to, uh, ultimately, to ultimately, that's an, every case has to be looked at because there are different factors. And there is a concept of sometimes you cannot help somebody because by having Rahmanas in that person, you're actually crippling them. Right? So obviously there's always many different factors, but at least for the discussion of how do we define chesed and ava, we see from the Targum Yonas and Benuziel what seems to be different than the Arach Misharim. Halacha lemaisa. Here we go. The Yad Kitana comes along and he says as follows. And now in this one paragraph, if you read it superficially, Daf Yomi style, right? It all makes sense. But with all of the background we have, he basically seems to just like put everything in the mix. He quotes the Rambam, he quotes the Ramban. Um, pretty much everything we've seen, he puts together in one happy little package. So we're going to have to understand him well. Mitzvah al kol adam le'ehov es kol echad v'echad mi'yisrael kagufo. Shne'emar, ve'ehavta l'rech kamocha, l'fikach. And here he's quoting from the Rambam. Tzarech l'saper b'shivcho lochos al mamono. You have to speak about them, your fellow, in a positive way and praise them and be concerned over their financial situation just like you would regarding your own and your own kavod. Va'avoso ve'chemloso al chavero. And your love and your chemla regarding your friend should be the same way you feel about yourself. Parenthetically, there's a very powerful malbim on Sefer Shmuel. And I think this is another indication to what he's saying. He says, chusa, right, to have pity on something, is always referring to an object. Chemla, compassion, that's referring to a human being. And we see this here as well. Lachus al mamono, vechem loso al chavero, or al atzmo. Close parentheses. Umavakesh toalas yismach betovasu meitzer betzeraso. I want your best. And I feel pain when you're not doing well. And I feel simcha with your simcha. Right? It's not that I'm happy for you, but I'm happy with you. That's a very, very powerful distinction. The way I speak to you should be with dignity and respect. And now he says, But the, the technicality of the mitzvah is that no harm should come towards you because of my love for you. 
So who does that sound like? Not all at once. That sounds like the Marsha. The Marsha was Medayik from the Gemara and Shabbos. The whole mitzvah is, just don't hurt the guy. Just make sure that he's not, he's not being damaged. Love him to the point where you're preventing him from Hezek. And that's what the Yad Katana seems to say. You don't have to forego your own parnasa to start working on behalf of your friend. Rabbi Akiva taught us that your life comes first. And like the Ramban told us, the Chiyuv is not that you actually have to feel towards him as you do about yourself. Again, like the Ramban pointed out, that's not realistic. You can't demand of me to have the same feeling towards a stranger, although he's officially my brother, that I do about myself or my family. Rather, the mitzvah is, like the Ramban said, Don't have the feelings of kina. Don't feel or don't allow yourself to have the competition get in the way of wanting somebody's best. And he concludes, V'chol ha'ikr shel zos ha-mitzvah hu al ha-shalilos lishlo mechavero kol ha-rav ha-nezik v'ha-kina. But basically the whole mitzvah is make sure you want the best for someone else and the way that's translated into action or practicality is that I don't want you to get hurt and I'll do everything I can to avoid you feeling bad, you having some level of damage financially or emotionally, but it's all shlila. It's all me not wanting you to be harmed. And that sounds very much, although he does group many things together, that sounds very much like the Marsha. Not like the Aruch Misharim where there's no emotion b'chlau, right? That, that's an extreme radical approach. But it does seem to be focused on just not doing or saying or allowing something to happen to you that I wouldn't like. How do we understand the Rambam? Right? Again, the Rambam said the exact opposite of the Marsha. He said the whole mitzvah is do unto others as you would like to be done to you. And he said that all of those examples of Bikr Cholim, Nichem Avelim, those are all mitzvah shel divrehem. But yet somehow when you do them, you're fulfilling the mitzvah diraisa of ve'ahavta l'recha So I think the understanding of the Rambam is as follows. The Rambam could agree wholeheartedly to the Marsha and to the Yad Kitano. <clears throat> However, we know that there's something called the mitzvah chiyuvis and there's a mitzvah kiyumis. And I saw this idea, at least in regards to this discussion, in one of the essays of Rabbi Yitzchak Berkowitz Shlita. And I think it's a beautiful uh, explanation here. What's a mitzvah chiyuvis? That's putting on tefillin. Something that you have to do. Mitzvah kiyumis is, I don't have to do it, but if I choose to be mekayim the mitzvah, that I'm getting a mitzvah, right? So for women, when it comes to positive time-bound mitzvahs, that's not a mitzvah chiyuvis, you don't have to sit in the sukkah. If you choose to sit in the sukkah, if you choose to shake lulav and esro, you're being makayim that mitzvah. According to Moshe Feinstein, living in Eretz Yisrael, bizman hazeh, is a mitzvah kiyumis. You don't have to make aliyah, right? There's no mitzvah chiyuvis. If you do so, 
then you are Makaim the mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael, it should be Bekarov, Mamish, for Chaim. <laughs> so explains Rav Yitzchak Berkowitz, the mitzvah chiyuvis, what the Torah is demanding of us when it comes to Avas Reim, prevent someone else from feeling bad, prevent them from damage in any way, shape, or form. Just like you would want to be prevented from that same harm. Whenever you choose to do something for your fellow Jew, you're being mekayim the mitzvah of ve'ahavta l'recha kamocha. That's the mitzvah kiyumis aspect of loving your fellow like yourself. So you can't tell me that every second of my life I have a mitzvah kiyumis, I have to be going out and doing chesed. That's not true. But whenever I choose to do chesed, I'm being mekayim the mitzvah deraisa. What the Rambam means, I want to suggest, is that when he says, all of these mitzvos are mitzvos derabanin, meaning to say, on a Torah level, you don't have to be mevakr chola, because the mitzvah of is, just don't hurt them, or prevent damage. However, Chazal came along and they said, no, these are areas that we, right, midivrehem, we're commanding you, you have to do these mitzvos. Concludes the Rambam, when you do the mitzvah, that's bechlal ve'yahavta l'recha kamocha. I am being mekayim, the mitzvah deraisa. I'm not sensing the same excitement that I have. I think it's border, bordering on brilliant. No, it's a nice pshat in the Rambam. No? <laughs> what? No, no. The starting point is that within the mitzvah of Avas Reim, from a Torah perspective, there's a mitzvah chiyuvis. Don't allow someone to get hurt. And whenever you treat them, whenever you do a chesed for them, then you're, you're also fulfilling the mitzvah deraisa. Now, do I have to do this particular chesed? Do I, have, do I have to offer to drive you home? Do I have to make a meal for this family? You can't say it's a mitzvah chiyuvis. If I choose to do it, I'm being Mekayim, a Torah obligation. There are certain obligations that the Chazal came along and said, you're obligated to do this. They're taking a mitzvah kiyumis, so to speak, min torah and they're saying, mi divrehem, it's a mitzvah kiyumis. But you, can, you, actually, you could actually not, observe, not get credit for both parts if you're not fulfilling. You could do the mitzvah kiyumis by doing that chesed, but not necessarily filling the derisive doing it via Ahava. That, that could be. Well, no, listen, we, we, we did show that ultimately it's not just about the behavior, but it's about the feeling. But I, I think to explain the, the technicality of the mitzvah, we have a pretty good mahalach to work with. But, but if we were to end here, I, we just have a few minutes left. You have a question? Of what? An example of what? Is a mitzvah chiyuvis midirabanan, bikra cholim, nichum avelim. Huh? So they're saying that this is a chiv that you have to do. Now we still have we still have guidelines for when and where that chiv applies. It doesn't mean that I have to travel around the country every day of my life being mavakar chola. But but these categories are chiyuvim that Chazal created. What do you mean? 
using the guidelines say for each hole. Okay. So outside of those guidelines, you wouldn't you wouldn't be required to do some directive. So it could be right the way we're suggesting. Meaning, any time, maybe the most clear way to say it is like this. Any time you are mevakachola, or you're being menachemavel, you are being mekayim a mitzvah deraisa. Now, if you were to ask the question, you know, let's say I have a busy schedule, I do work five days a week, uh, I'm trying to make a parnasa for the family, I'm trying to be kavei itim Torah. If you're telling me I have a chiv not only to put on tefillin in the morning, but also to be mevaker chola and to be menachem avol, how far does that go? And we have gemaras that, that basically have these discussions. When should I stop learning for this mitzvah? If it's considered yif shra'yadecherem, there, there are many, many categories. But the basic idea is you're being makayim a mitzvah deraisa every time you do one of those chasadim. If we were to stop here, though, we would be totally missing the boat. Because although we are defining the mitzvah as very much focused on the behavior, we also know that love is much more than a verb. Right? There's, there's also a hargasha. I want to share with you one raya to this, but the truth is there are hundreds of rayas. The Archa Sadiq of number 18 he says, What is the path to come to love all people? The way to get there is through helping people physically, financially, according to your abilities. Basically, I should be in service to every man. Not just do I serve Hashem, but I serve humanity. And I should, be, I should hassle myself, I should push myself to do as much as I can on your behalf. That sounds like the exact opposite of everything we've been saying. Until now, all of the Marmakomos we've been learning together were telling us, because you have a mitzvah of Ava, therefore that means... Help them, give them money, speak to them nicely. The Orchos Sadikim is saying the exact opposite. His starting point is, you want to have love for everybody. How do you get there? What's the means to the end? The end is not the verb. The end is the Hargash of Ava. What's the means to that end? By doing all of these chasadim. So it sounds like the exact opposite definition of love. Clearly, he's not approaching love as a verb. He's approaching love as the fruit, as the byproduct of my chesed. My chesed towards you can engender or enhance the love I feel for you. More examples, he says, don't be so makbid over things. You should be mishtadl for people. Speak to people pleasantly. And if someone embarrasses you, don't embarrass them back. Bear it. Don't get into a fight with any human being. Let things go. Be mekabel everyone with joy and with a smile. And here's a powerful five words. 
Ki hasboros panim techazek ha'ava. Because smiling at people strengthens love. But what do you mean? According to the Rambam and everyone else, I'm only smiling at you because that's the mitzvah of Ava. Or Chesedikim is saying, no, this creates Ava. So clearly we see there are shnei dinim when it comes to Ava. There are two different definitions of love. We have the technical mitzvah of which is more focused on behavior. Now, even in behavior, it has to be together with the lave, like we saw. But there's something else, which is the byproduct of the verb, which is a higher level love. That's feeling a real connection, l'chol adam. Right? Stephen Covey has a famous conversation that he, he quotes here in The Seven Habits, where someone came to him and said, my wife and I just don't have the same feelings for each other we used to have. I guess I just don't love her anymore and she doesn't love me. What can I do? So he said, the feeling isn't there anymore? That's right, he reaffirmed. And we have three children we're really concerned about. What do you suggest? Love her, I replied. I told you, the feeling isn't there anymore. Love her. You don't understand, the feeling is not there. Then love her. If the feeling isn't there... That's a good reason to love her. But how do you love when you don't love? So he said, my friend, love is a verb. Love, the feeling, is a fruit of love, the verb. So love her, serve her, sacrifice, listen to her, empathize, appreciate, affirm. Are you willing to do that? Okay. So lahavdil, this is obviously advice when it comes to a marriage or relationships in general, but there are clearly two categories of Ava when it comes to the mitzvah the goal is well above and beyond the verb like the Orch HaZidikim says by being Mekayim the technical mitzvah of Reim, that will hopefully bring us with a sincere desire with the she'ifa, with the ambition of getting to a place where I really have an Ava for you not just in what I do but how I feel for you And that's the goal of the mitzvah, the goal of the verb is the noun.